Thought Bubble Audio. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. We're doing it. (laughs) We're here again. We're here. (laughs) I think we promised you back in like February that we would do this on a regular basis soon. Whatever. Um, (laughs) And we didn't do that, but we are here. Yeah, we're here. And that's something. Um, you get us when you get us. <laughs> that's, that's our right. podcast. That's right. <laughs> but shout out to the person who left us a five star review and said they want us to come back. I was just going to say before we get into it, I'd like to send a special shout out to our friend on Apple Podcasts who left us a very kind review. Um, absolutely followed the brief. They left notes, but they also left a five star review. So they earned those notes. Thank you yeah. for following directions. Um, and I can't promise we'll watch the show that you want us to watch, but, like, we might. If we can get our act together, we might. <laughs> it's, it is a thousand percent on the list. Yeah. It's absolutely on the list. I just want you to remember that also on that list is the last two episodes of season two of Ted Lasso. <laughs> and Paddington 2. And Paddington 2. <laughs> That's it. That's the list. Uh, <laughs> no, you still owe me scrubs. <laughs> no, no. This is for another day, but that show I can't do. <laughs> I tried. I watched like three seasons and I can't do it. <laughs> no, but you owe me a discussion about it. Okay. Okay. Fair. You know. Just anyway. don't make me watch anymore. Anyway, I can't do Zach Breff. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a specific episode I have to inflict on you, though, so... Um, at any rate, we're here and we are going to do some content for you. Um, and yeah, we're, we're excited to be here. And we're here because Outlander's back again. I think we've released like two episodes since Outlander (laughs) left, but it has been like a year and a half or something. Indeed. It's been a really, (laughs) a really long haul. And we're back with like, this is a long season, right? Like 16 this episodes is mega or something? season, but it's like m- broken into two parts again. Right. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I forgot that bit. I have, Because of how the last few years have gone, just like, you know, in general, and also in Outlander, I have a really hard time keeping track of these like last few seasons and ha- like where they're half seasons and where they aren't. So mm-hmm. I couldn't remember how this one was being released. But that does inform a hypothesis that i had well there you go well there you go and you'll (laughs) learn more about that as we proceed through the premise of this episode Ooh, okay a teaser Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) so rather than talk about all of our feelings about season six again we have an episode for that rather than talk about all of the reasons why we think sam hewan is hot and tall we have an episode for that we've said today (laughs) perhaps (laughs) Today, we're going to get excited about season seven. Always not sure about the number. Yes, seven's correct. By doing a classic bracket challenge for all of the various intro theme songs of Outlander. (laughs) (laughs) Of which we think there are ten. Yes, that seems correct. Depends on how you count a couple of them, but this is our version. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it was the only word that could come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're the problem, it's us. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> um Okay. Kirsty's not super firm about brackets knowledge wise, and I'm like, I've had brackets I'm explained there. to me so many times and I still don't understand how they work. So I've just accepted that there are some things that aren't for me. (laughs) We're going to do it live. It's going to be great. (laughs) We're all going to learn something today. So, (laughs) Um, All right. We seeded these based on chronology. 
So, like, our OG season one is our top seed, and newest version is somewhere in the bottom. We think we did this right. Hard to say. Whatever. Yes, we did. We did. Kirstie's yeah, giving me did. a real face. Wait, I couldn't find it. <laughs> it. It turns out that I can't read, among other things. So, <laughs> so because there's ten, that's not how brackets work. They need to be in multiples of like four or eight, I believe. So <laughs> we have a little prelim section. So we're going to start in on this like preliminary pairing matchup. We got to get my sports words. And <laughs> we're going to talk about the season seven intro song, which is Sinead's version. And we're going to talk about season five, which is the acapella nightmare which is not an, a biased name. That's just what we're calling it. <laughs> because it is. <laughs> you know, it's, not it's, a, it's not a debatable <laughs> conversation. It's a nightmare. I don't know if you guys could hear that little like head wiggle through the microphone. <laughs> but that was definitely like a little like. <laughs> um, so. I'll go first, I guess. I'm going to pitch these two. Okay. <laughs> and my feeling is that Sinead's version obviously wins. Yeah obviously wins this matchup so this one is the first time we've had not the original singer be the the singer i should just put a disclaimer out there that i know nothing about like music terms so don't come at me <laughs> anyway <laughs> just generally speaking <laughs> i have no music theory behind me it's fine um so this one she like Put her own little spin on things. I feel like she changed some of the, like, notes at the end. And it definitely feels like she's been through some shit. <laughs> Which is accurate. We also have. <laughs> <laughs> been there. My only qualm with this is that she's Irish, and I don't know how the Irish and the Scottish, like, go together. I, I really, truly don't know. I don't I know if it's an British, issue or not. So that's something. That's fair. Fair. Um... So comparing this to the acapella nightmare fuel that is the season five intro, it's not really a question in my mind. The season five one is like the one that sounds like a church choir, which is completely off-putting to me. And then also it's acapella, which is also completely off-putting to me. <laughs> so. See, I think there's a way that they could have done. I think there is a time and a place for acapella. Especially with what they were trying to accomplish. No, no. And no. I think there is a way they could have done it, but this was not the way. <laughs> I'm like a, a huge fan of, of Bear McCreary. That's uh -huh. how you say that, is that? I think it is. I don't know why I can't get those consonants out at the moment. But anyway, huge fan. He's out there doing the work. This one, I didn't really agree with, you know? <laughs> The thing that kills me about this one in particular is there's a part where they say the mountains of rain and snow, and then there's these men's voices oh that come God. in, and they're like, mountains of rain. It's just yeah. like so they're ridiculous They're like really trying sounding. to have a moment with it. They're really trying, and they're that's like the part that, that like absolutely sends me every time I hear it. Because yeah. I start out being like, maybe this is okay, maybe I'm no. overreacting. No, I'm not. I'm not. No. It was not not the kind of emphasis that I needed. No. I so I think this is an interesting pairing because both of them I feel like are a little haunted, but in different ways. So the season five acapella nightmare is like is just so haunted, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the discordant harmonies, like trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, and the whole thing is just like lonely depression. You know, it's that things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. But the season seven one is also like giving foreboding. It's giving trauma. It's giving like stuff's about to break bad. Like the ladies on the ridge have concerns. We're all worried. But it's also giving like resilience. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's giving the fight. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what Sinead brings to the table. Like, yes. I think it kind of slaps. The first time I heard it, I was like, yes, we're doing it. I agree. I agree. It, Yeah, it's a little bit of a battle anthem. Yeah. And I'm digging. I'm digging it. 
I also, I do feel like had they put the acapella nightmare into season six instead of season five, it would have fit better from a like, from the, the like churchy angle that they're going for. I still don't like it. I'm not here to ever vouch for it, but I think it also is discordant with the season. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I don't know. Season five is um, garbage. Kinda, yeah. Sorry. I mean, to, to me, it fits perfectly because it's like, to me, that version is so silent movie. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know, like they, they belong together. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, but... Ultimately, Sinead's version wins. Yes, we agree. Yes, correct. Okay. That is moving on to the next round. We're going to leave Acapella Nightmare in the dust where it belongs. Bye. Bye. So let's talk about our other preliminary matchup. Do you want to lay the land for us in this one? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Set the scene. Lay the (laughs) land. (laughs) Lay the land. (laughs) um okay so our matchup here are uh season 6a so this is the theme song that we had at the beginning of season six which we are calling the one with the man yep um we had it for the whole season except for one episode right fair enough (laughs) um but there there is an a and a b all the same yes there is well there were two that season (laughs) (laughs) but it's up again season 3b which is the post boat section Mm -hmm. of season three uh which is the caribbean vibe yeah now the one with the man is um this is where we have a male voice and a female voice and this is like big couple feelings this song Mm -hmm. this song is going to tell us a story build some narrative structure around what our leading couples are going to be doing this season and i think of uh uh it's an interesting twist since um we've had a lot that are female vocalists Mm -hmm. like the shift away from it being only claire's story to being everyone else's story yep hurrah um, season three B is post boat, as I said. So this is once we've arrived to the Caribbean and we're all drums and beats and vibes, <laughs> nothing but vibes. Like maybe cultural appropriation. We're <laughs> <Yeah>. not sure. <laughs> not for us to say, maybe. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's an interesting contrast when the first episode with it came up, I was like, oh, we have been transported. Yeah. Um, and I think of of many of the offerings, it is a solid one. It is a good theme. Um, and it's, for me, one of the ways that I think about this is how much am I going to hate having to listen to this for a season or half a season, however long these songs are around. Mm-hmm. And this one I did not hate having to listen to for half a season. I'm not sure as we go through the rest of the bracket that I love the one with the man particularly, but in this matchup, it feels more in keeping with the spirit of Outlander. Like the Caribbean vibes song to me feels like a time and place, whereas the one with the man feels like an overall encapsulation. <laughs> more we say the one with the man, funnier. <laughs> But I'm really glad that you're going to let me have the one with the man and let him see another day because I like this man. (laughs) Were you afraid I wasn't going to vote for this man? I had a moment where I wavered, but um, I agree. I think the Caribbean one is kind of forgettable. Yeah. It It felt like the last time that they tried to do the like cultural spin on the regular theme before they tried to like iterate on something completely new. Um, it it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) The one with the man is a fave for me. I did not like it at all. When, um, the preview came out ahead of season six, 
mm-hmm. but it grew on me over the course of the season. Like the repetition in that case did actually do some favors, I think. I think the man's voice is it slaps. I love it. Yes. He is it's a good very, vocalist. It's a very good voice. Um yeah. Well, and they I, have like yeah. a strong harmony, I think, and it I my note was it makes you feel something, man. <laughs> me on that one (laughs) (laughs) like if i had to throw down for one and i know i'm gonna lose this someday it's this one actually really yeah just because of the feels is it like because it's the combination of the feels and the actual music i think the actual music is the best hmm and I I feel like I I know I'm going to lose this battle, but I'm going to take my win right now and let the one with the man move on. All right. All right. Okay. Okay, so now we can get into our first our first real full set here. <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs> Everyone's on an even playing field now that we've whittled out some fluff. So <laughs> we are going to go to um season fours just had one call this the homesteading song version (laughs) um this one has like it's like their first um american frontier season has a big like bluegrass sound um we get a real southern twang in exactly one word (laughs) yep (laughs) um there's many voices it's not just the one person. Um, and the the instrumentation in this one always reminds me of video game music. And I think it's because there's probably a Planet Coaster track that has a very similar sound. Oh I also think that that game has very good music. That's so exactly <laughs> what it is, Kelsey. Right? Yes. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly what happened. Um, I I like this one. I actually don't take much issue with it. I take a lot less issue with the theme song than the season. <laughs> so, That's a fair um, point. You know, take that or leave it. Uh, but this one's going to go up ahead against um, the second theme of season two, which is when we're back in Scotland after France. We call this Penny Whistles version. <laughs> And this is really like an iteration on the original theme. Um, it's it's the most similar to the first seasons, I believe. Um, I think the instrumentation is like slightly worse. Um, they have no bagpipes, like no Scotland sound to it. And there's no war sound or anything like that. So it's well, just like... It's drums. Like, they put in a bunch of drums, and that's mm. what's supposed to be the war sound. No, this isn't the war season. Which one is this? This is... This is oh, shit. No, I'm in the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. This is the war season. This is the war season. You're right. I lied. So this there, is... There, I'm okay, reading the so wrong one. in fairness one. to Kelsey, there's three different versions. Yeah, of, of basically the same one. So you just heard my whole spoiler for the next one that I'm going to argue sounds <laughs> cool. So yeah, move this that is France pre culloden Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, I still maintain this is not as good as the original. This is um, they add the drums to make it sound military like is what yeah. you were saying, and the and the bagpipes. So this is the most Scotland sounding <laughs> version. Yeah, this is like um, the Scotland pride. I. At the time, I appreciated that it was signaling, like, okay, now we go to war. <laughs> At the time, um, I was appreciating that it signaled, okay, now we're back in Scotland. Like, that yeah. was that was a moment. Yep, yep it was me. a moment. Um, when I was listening it, to it tonight, I noticed that, like, the first part is, like, very whispery in a weird way that I don't necessarily need. Um, but that's kind of nitpicky, but... 
I think if I was going to make a case between this and the homesteading one, I would actually vote homestead ahead because I think it's more, I think the arrangement is more interesting than just iterating pretty close to the original. It's a fair point. I'm considering. Um, so I don't like the homesteading version. Don't like it. Never did. I do, however, like we, so we had a whole conversation about whether or not this was music only or visuals included. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if this was a visuals included bracket, then for sure homesteading, because the visuals on the homesteading are one good. are the uh, one of the best, like absolutely yeah. spectacular. Yeah. Infinitely better than the season itself. Like if I, if we could have replaced most of the episodes of season four with just the intro montage, I would have watched all those hours. <laughs> I'm kidding. Great. You know, like Marsley at the spinning wheel, let's do it. Yeah, I'll take people 90 just minutes. like harvesting, doing the homestead and shit. Like making it's candles? Great. Why yep. not? Why not? Why not? I mean, that's basically what the books are. Yeah. Like Um So uh this isn't a bracket of visuals though. Um Mm-mm. now I think where I'm waffling is that just in terms of the bracket itself i don't want three versions of this song to make it to the same place in the bracket well i don't either i think that's not very interesting <laughs> so strategically i may have to give you the homestead i felt like the other thing that was interesting about the homestead one is like when that came out that was probably four five years ago now because of how how time has worked. Yeah. And that was the very, like, cuspy end of the, like, modern bluegrass sort of, like, revival. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like it was weirdly uh, modern at the same time, I guess. Like, the, the vocals sounded very similar to, like, bands we listened to in the 2010s. Yeah. <laughs> Early 2010s. <laughs> In a way that I liked. Yeah. I It was also um, the first, like, shout out to being in North America. Yeah. You know? And I think they did it in a, they, like, did the right, did it the right way. I yeah. guess I will say. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of ways that could have gone poorly. And I think that they actually did a better job with that than any of the, like, shots of bald eagles, like... <laughs> <laughs> flying across the sky that Matthew Roberts Actually, I think had that to put season, in there. It's either that season or season five does have a shot of a bald eagle in place of the credit stare. <laughs> and that does crack me up a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are we, are we saying homesteading moves on? Yes, we're saying homestead moves on. All right. R.I.P. Penny Whistle. All right. Here we go. All right. The one thing that that theme has going for it is like the penny whistle solo as it fades out into the mm. like credits card mm-hmm. is like they went hard on that penny whistle solo <laughs> in a way that they did not with the other iterations of that theme song. <laughs> and I, have I a was penny debating whistle whether stand. the like the little trailing bit like counts. I think it does, but it does. Except that not all the videos that I sourced included yeah. it, and so yeah. that made it like uneven. Yeah. Um, right, that actually, so. I will say, gave the Caribbean version a little bit of a leg up because the the little drum outro. The is drums nice. go for so long. They on go that for one. so long. It's like they're still going. Huh? It is. <laughs> All right, but every time I hear them, I think of like being on the boat and the ocean, and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> boat shit. Oh shit, it's a boat. No. All right, are you ready to walk us through our next matchup here? Um, all right, so our matchup is against uh, season 2A, which is the French version of the theme song. We're going to France uh, versus Sinead's version. Uh, now, the French version begins with like a very similar, um, I don't know, first verse to season one. And then it's like, boom, we're singing in French when we get to the climax of the song because mm-hmm. we're French now. <laughs> um again this is not a a bracket of visuals i just have to say that 
I never loved the French part of the singing, but I love the visuals on the French version. I think it's just like very beautiful and fun to look at. And uh, we have this ongoing inside joke about Jamie's thirsty shoulder. Mm -hmm, That mm -hmm. nice slow-mo of his shoulder Mm -hmm. with his brooch and his... Mm Uh, his plaid and whatnot and they replace it with an equally thirsty shot of the king's hips as he's like sashaying (laughs) through the garden and i just love that shot so much um but anyway that's not what we're scoring this on so that's france uh it's a very beautiful very french arrangement and then versus sinead's version Mm -hmm. i mean i think think i would choose sinead's version i have to agree there's some things in the french one that i really i do actually like that they switched to french i think that's like it was it was very novel the first time that yeah this I was the it. first time that it switched and we were not as deep into outlander at the time so i don't remember getting it as like a preview i remember finding out about this the first time i watched the episode yeah when you're like what is happening why are we Oh, actually, see, wasn't it? When did we start? Was season three out already when we started? Yeah, yeah. That's why we missed it. But yeah, it happened, and I was like, "Whoa, we can change yeah. theme songs." Who knew? <laughs> um, the thing that I actually don't like is that they do the whole thing in French, and then they choose to go back to say "Over the Sea, the Sky," and it's Agreed. like, why? You could have just left that the French way. Yeah, I think it would be fine. Um. But I like, like, the violin instead of the drums, I think, is, like, one of my favorite, favorite instrumentation choices. And then, like, I found that, like, her voice is more clear. Yeah. In this one. And more, like, confident sounding, which feels right for France. Um, I could listen to her sing all day, though. Like, I love her (laughs) voice so much. Um, well, I could listen to Sinead sing all day, so <laughs> I think ultimately I am going to agree with you. Yeah. Um, Sinead's version wins out here. I think, you know, I was like, when we were talking about the one with the man, I was talking a little bit of smack about like doing narrative work in the theme mm-hmm. arrangement, but I kind of like what Sinead's thrown down in terms of, um, mm. you know, the the spirit and the emotional tenor of the ridge this season (laughs) right so careful getting excited (laughs) getting some drums (laughs) so good job Sinead good job Sinead all right so next matchup we're like halfway guys we got (laughs) um the one that I thought we were talking about before (laughs) This is uh, season three, the first part, before the boat stuff. And this is what we called Scotland 2.0, which is why I got so confused. Right. <laughs> right. Um, this is the one that is actually the very closest to the original. There's no bagpipes. It's kind of like cinematic, instrumental sounding. It's ultimately not very interesting, and I think it's forgettable. This is going to go up against another sort of offbeat sort of choice, which is the Gaelic version of the intro, which they played in one episode of season six. And this was the same man as the one with the man. Um, He's a good man. He's got a great voice. (laughs) Um, So he did the whole intro in Gaelic, Gaelic, I don't know how you pronounce it, depends on where you are, I guess, but, um, and it was for this, the, like, cold open about Bonnie Prince Charlie, like, actually doing the whole thing, and it's, like, narratively, like, very on the nose with the song that they chose, but it was really cool. (laughs) It was very cool. (laughs) I really liked it. I think, uh, in this choice... In this particular battle, it's a clear winner to me to put the Gallic one forward. I don't think it'll win ultimately, but I was like happy to see them do it. I wasn't expecting it, and 
it's that it's that man's got a voice that was an episode where from like <laughs> the you know from the moment it opened like all the way through that scene i was just screaming yeah like they yeah. this was a moment that like had some real impact yeah. um and i gotta i gotta appreciate it because the show has really taken some risks man yeah um, and that one really paid off I feel like so we were when we were watching season six, it's it starts off like a little rocky because like you're coming in off of like the worst season, season four, the second worst season, season five. And then <laughs> and you're like, I potentially have 10 more years of the show. Like, <laughs> help. help. Yeah. And so I feel like this was one of the first moments where I'm like, oh, maybe they're finally doing some things. Like, maybe they're, like, getting their groove back a little bit. Maybe they're making steps in the right direction. Maybe there's a reason we've trusted this creative team in the past. Mm -hmm. This creative team? No. Well, but <laughs> parts of this creative team. <laughs> um... Yeah. So are we in agreement? We're in agreement. This, this I version agree moves with on. you though. Like I will say as it as it moves on victoriously, I don't think it can win because I don't think you can give it to a one off. I agree. I agree. But I'm glad it's included. I'm happy to see it moving. <laughs> happy to forward. be nominated. <laughs> happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You wanna take us to the showdown that's gonna hurt me personally? <laughs> All right, so this, uh, yes, this is a personal injury to Kelsey. So we now have the matchup between the one with the man and the OG, the one that started it all. Season one. Here we go, baby. Um, I think, so we talked about the one with the man. Mm -hmm. I think this is an interesting matchup because the one with the man is, as I said, like the moment where we're starting to integrate more than just Claire's story. Jamie and Claire finding each other, but the OG. I take, I take issue with the claim that we're. For, this is the first time we're including more than just Claire because I think that happened in season no. four and season five. But it's like the two of them. It's like focusing yeah. on the two yes, of them. Correct. If, you know, like if we're okay, so we like had a couple seasons where we were like, by the way, we it's an ensemble cast, very broad, and then we came back and now together. we're like yeah. coming back. But we could have come back to just Claire. But on the way back to just Claire, we're coming back to Jamie and Claire first. Yeah. So, okay, so you're right. It's not the first time. But it's like, <laughs> it feels like more of a focal point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, versus the theme that is, like, very obviously Claire's version. This mm -hmm. is Claire's show. Mm-hmm. It's Claire's world, and we're all just living in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I will, I, like, the first time I watched the pilot of Outlander, the theme imprinted on me like a baby bird in the nest. <laughs> um, there was, it was <laughs> so alarming, and it also had me at the same time. <laughs> And I just don't think that anything can ever outdo that moment. I think that it's too much an encapsulation of what is good about the show. <laughs> Kirstie's going to weep momentarily. <laughs> so I think you know where I stand. I do. It's funny too that you say that because because when I was thinking about this uh, this song, I was thinking how silly it felt the first time I, I saw it when the big ass like bagpipes kick in. Uh -huh. I was like, "What? They all fresh nonsense is this?" <laughs> it felt so campy and so silly, and I do actually feel that every time I hear it. But I still feel it in my bones, man. <laughs> like, this definitely is the, like, fullest version of the original theme versus, yeah. like, the iterations of, like, France and the other Scotland versions and the Caribbean. Like, this is the version. Yeah. 
do I think that the one with the man is actually better? Yes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but it, is it because of the patriarchy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when is it not? <laughs> Hashtag not all men. <laughs> like, in my version of this bracket, I would at least punt... I would swap the Gaelic version for the one with the man and let that... Mm. For, to see another day but I know that's not how brackets works <laughs> this is our bracket <laughs> the thing about the if we're gonna talk like symbolism mm -hmm. which we are like the whole show is not about Claire it's about Jamie and Claire it's a love story so having two partners singing the song narratively is like more compelling especially after six seasons and then to have that season end with the showdown in the house with the shootout, oh, the sexy like, shootout, the sexy shootout, like come I on, those are those are entwined. In that theme song and that scene are entwined. <laughs> <laughs> the acapella version belongs to season whatever because of the silent movie episode, <laughs> and the one with the man belongs in season six because of the sexy shootout. Yes. <laughs> It's incredible. <laughs> like, I'm saying this knowing that I'm going to lose this argument because we cannot go into multiple more rounds without having the OG here, but I am just here <laughs> to say that the one with the man gets my vote. <laughs> I think the matchup that we have to get to is like pretty, has like crystallized in my mind. It's like pretty clear to me. Where oh, this it was clear heading. to me when we set this thing up. Oh, it was not clear I'm to scared. me. I've been on a journey. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I, I think Kirstie's been learning how practice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the less you know in life, the more suspenseful it all is. <laughs> I just wanted everyone to know that I sent like the template with the lines, the whole grid she's had for hours, and <laughs> she just figured this out. <laughs> There's no guarantee how it was going to progress. <laughs> what if I just sat here right now and I was like, you get it, the one with the man. Let's do it. I would be thrilled. <laughs> uh, but like spiritually, spiritually, it it's the OG. Because you're right. It is a love story. And so it does have to be about both of them. However, it's always rooted in Claire. It's yeah, not... we always get her shitty ass monologues anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Voice over. <laughs> yeah. There wouldn't be thinking Jamie about the Claire if not for Claire. <laughs> it's like God. And her time travel bullshit. So Jesus. The OG Fucking has Claire. Yeah, right. I will Shout out to the one with the man though. Slide that along. I will revisit. We'll revisit that that concept all right <sighs> okay so now we are down to our final four y'all <laughs> we're doing it <laughs> this is an interesting matchup um we've got season four's homestead hoedown <laughs> should have thought of that a few hours ago <laughs> and <laughs> and season seven Sinead's version um I don't even know how to formulate my thoughts around this one. I think it's an interesting matchup because it, both of them are, it's like the two sides of the homestead, right? Like season four is like the beginning of the homestead. Yeah. We're all hanging out at the big house. Look at mm -hmm. all the windows. Mm -hmm. We provide for ourselves. And now the next one is like stuff's breaking bad at the ridge. 
I think ultimately, like, it comes down to the twang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Shanine's version doesn't have the twang. Correct. <laughs> See, like, you, you were talking about OG being campy. The homestead is so camp and so cringe for me. That twang really loses me. The twang is tough. I think I forgive it because of, like, everything else around it. I think, like, the instrumentation in that one pulls a lot of weight yeah it's doing a lot of work but Sinead's version like I do think has to win here right yeah I think so I'm scared for us okay (laughs) (laughs) all right we're just gonna slide that right along and unless you have other thoughts no all right (laughs) Sinead's moving on I'm I'm stunned to be honest Oh, I'm not. <laughs> it's been a a journey of a day for me, <laughs> listening to all these songs. I know. Having to form thoughts about them all. <laughs> what do we got for other matchup here? Okay, so the next matchup is the OG versus Gaelic. Yes. Um, And this is also a challenge because i think musically the gaelic version might be better it's just a really beautiful arrangement um and so it like hurts my heart a little to disqualify it at this stage because it's a one-off and it doesn't really fit the narrative intent like Mm -hmm. it did for that one episode and good job yeah um but you know it's not what Outlander's about. Ooh, is it though? Ooh, it is a little bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, if we want to get down to it, technically it's the truest version of the original source material that they pulled for the song. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> yeah. A man. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate to send the OG up against Sinead, but it is like, there's no other There's choice. no other choice. Nothing compares to you, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what we're doing, huh? That's what we're doing. But like, shout out to that man and his voice, because I think it's man. better than any of these women's voices. Sorry. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> Now this so, matchup. Well, what were you gonna say? No, go ahead. I had nothing to say. I was gonna say I'm at an impasse. It's like a very convenient little teaser for season seven to have season one up against season, isn't seven. it? <laughs> Stars could. It's a real how it started, to. how it's going. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, I like Shanice's version because it's refreshing because we've heard the same woman for six seasons and now it's time for someone new she must feel the same way right like i'm sure it was a oh, good know, gig every- but she must be like please don't make me sing a slightly different version of this arrangement one more time <laughs> to be honest until we listened to them all today i didn't realize that like all those ones that had minor tweaks were actually new recordings every time <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I knew they were new recordings every time, and every time I was like, it must be so obnoxious to have to like, <laughs> right, like readapt. Hey, can you sing this one song again? Thanks, but different this time with a twang. A new way. With a- <laughs> have you ever heard of the South <laughs> with a man? <laughs> have you ever been on a cruise? <laughs> The Margaritaville version. <laughs> like, Christ. shout out to Bear McCreary for being able to create, like, straight up three versions that are exactly the same, but, like, just barely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's that's kind of a neat trick. Yeah, like, no one said that songs have to change every season. Like, I appreciate the work. Yeah. It's just, like, you're not going to get a winner every time, and that's correct. That's all we're here to say. <laughs> Correct. Um, I, yeah, Sinead's version, it just shows a lot of growth. Yeah. It really shows what we've all been through mm-hmm. with this show. 
and whatnot. And uh, it's it's interesting up against the OG. I think Kiersey's pulling for Sinead. <laughs> I think somewhere along the way I became a Sinead convert. <laughs> I came, I was like here ready to like fight for the OG through the end. I know. And I listened to Sinead's version three times tonight. And by the third time I was like, hmm. Hmm. Huh. there's just like a lot being communicated you know Uh, yeah i do but i appreciate that it's not like you i've already like made comments about like narrative scaffolding but it's not as like heavy-handed as the one with the man the and like the the um the chorus one yeah I think it, like, delivers what it needs to deliver to put you in, like, the headspace mm-hmm. of the season without it being like, can you tell we did a symbolism? I also appreciate that they didn't do, like, a a national anthem on it. And by that, I mean, like, really decide she had to make it her own. Yeah. <laughs> in a way that's, like, truly unbearable. Yes. That Which wow, is, that really is a phenomena. It, uh, I know. I sat through many a many a national anthem in my time. Yeah, <laughs> in the you last really decade, did. <laughs> dear lord, um, they're always awful. Don't do it, guys. Yeah, don't do it. If you ever have that opportunity, just sing the thing. You know what? Actually, no sports actually need to start with the national anthem. We didn't start our bracket with one. <laughs> I just want to be clear. <laughs> Doesn't have to happen. No. <laughs> anyway unless you want to make the national anthem Sinead's version open to that yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> but like she didn't go she wasn't over the top about anything she put like a little bit of her own touch on it without it being like obnoxious and there are a lot of these where I do think there's like some very stylistic vocal work and I have a very limited yeah. tolerance for that. I know you don't like the one with the man. Okay. <laughs> it's not even the only one. It's also part of my beef with France. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny cuz I ranked France higher than like all of the other Scotland iterations i like the scotland ones better than france i think if you're gonna do i think if you're gonna do an arrangement more in the style of the og then you just gotta stick to like the og you know like so i i think of this almost (laughs) this is gonna sound insane stay with me (laughs) i think about it breaking down (laughs) where am i gonna go (laughs) The same way that I think about the Harry Potter books breaking down where there are arrows. Christ. So there's like, there's like the first, like, the first three Harry Potter books are an era, right? Like they go together. The era's tour. The era's tour. The first, the first four theme songs are an era and they all go together. Uh-huh. Four, right? Yeah, because there's the... Yes, they are. Not by season, by, like, number of songs. Yeah. So they all go together. Well, first five, maybe. Five? You're going to count Caribbean in there? (sighs) I feel like Caribbean begins to be the departure. Like, that's the transition. Okay. Which is also book four in the (laughs) Harry Potter series. (laughs) Not everything has to be about Harry Potter, anyway. I'm just saying, during Pride Month, you're going to bring Harry Potter into this. It's so oh disappointing. God. To be clear. <laughs> now I have to clear my own name. <laughs> just because I have read Harry Potter and am of a generation of Harry Potter does not mean that I... <laughs> Have to agree with anything on the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Kirsty's not a bad person. I'm not. Carry on. Very, metaphor. Very openly anti-JK Rowling. <laughs> not my fault. She wrote those dumb books. <laughs> anyway. My point is... 
I think that France was the biggest departure of that era mm-hmm. of the songs, and that like it's like too dissimilar without being a full departure, and that does it a disservice when you compare them all together. Mm-hmm. That's why I score France lower. That okay. was all I was trying to say. <laughs> what are the other eras, though? Harry <laughs> <laughs> Potter or of the theme song? I mean, honestly, both. At this point. <laughs> it feels more like a before and an after, and not, not era. <laughs> no, there's chunks. Um, the one the- where they go camping is that the is that the homestead? <laughs> no, it's like one through three go together. Four is the transition. <laughs> And then five and six go together, and then seven's on its own. Okay. It makes sense. <laughs> well, anyway, this is a journey. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, are we saying Sinead wins here? We're saying Sinead wins. Holy shit. Yeah. Congrats to Sinead and to us. I know. And to I'm Ireland somehow. Yeah. Wow. Sinead is Sinead, the champion. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I'm so proud of her. I feel like we me. we got somewhere here. We did. I thought about now, these songs way more than I ever have. And now we're excited to listen to Sinead's version for 18 episodes. 18? Well, okay, so this is my hypothesis. It's going to change. It's going to change, right? And I already pondered that before you reminded me that we're doing a two-part season. Mm. Right? So at the season break, I think we're going to change. If we get another man, he has to be Irish and it has to be Glenn Hansard. That would be really funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Irish era. The Irish era. Now, the eras in the songs are the first four. And then um, seasons, I can't remember what seasons those all align to, but season four and five go together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then six and well, now I don't know because six and seven don't really go together. They're both good. They go together. <laughs> <laughs> but they're different spiritually. I don't think they really are, to be I think honest. They're a little different, I think. I don't think so. I guess we'll find out. I'm sure they I'll both feel different f- about it They both it after. have, like, a, a strength to them that four and five do not have. That is true. That's yes. true. <laughs> it's gonna be a wild season. I'm excited. I know nothing, obviously, so this is gonna be a good time. I, you know, when they first announced what they were... That they were going into production, I remembered a lot more about the book plot and had a lot more predictions. And that was only, what, like a year ago? And I've since forgotten everything I know about the books. So (laughs) So it'll be a surprise to me, too. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then we only have one more season. But people are... No, because we have a very long... This is two seasons in one. So really, we have two more seasons. Yeah. We're not getting part two until at least next year, mid next year, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way. So they're stretching it out. Well, they but they filmed all the episodes already. They filmed all in one go. Mm, mm. They're just doing a little bit of a break in release. I'm quite certain so that they can get season eight underway. Yeah, and still have a yeah. tail end of content. Yep. Um. So, anywho, I'm. I, also, to be clear, since I'm clearing my name tonight, um, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I think it's okay. <laughs> that we only have one more season. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> it's fine. Y'all missed us. Y'all missed us so much. Trans rights are human rights. Fuck JK Rowling. Anyway. <laughs> The only thing, the only good thing to come out of Harry Potter was Daniel Radcliffe's career. So true. So true. Harry Potter. 
<laughs> We're all so thankful. So thankful. He's really uh-huh. out there doing the Lord's work. Also, like, on the fence in that category is Emma Watson's new wine gin. What? Her new wine gin. <laughs> the wine gin. <laughs> That's I'm all I know. I'm not at all prepared for that word salad that just, like, <laughs> came at me. <laughs> but, like, I may, if I ever have the chance to taste that, I may also be thankful for that. Wine gin? It's, it's, like um. wine made out of juniper? No. It gin is. made out of grapes. It's spent like grapes, like the non-used part of grapes, like how they make like a pet nut or a um, paquette. Mm-hmm. But they're using that to make gin somehow. Like I'm using fascinated. that as the water that they yeah. put in the still or some shit? I think it has like a fancy flavor to it because of that. And I'm very curious. Hmm. It's it's sustainable, apparently. It's so sustainable. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to buy some when I can have it. <laughs> <laughs> when is it coming out? It's in the UK. It's just not here. Oh. But it, there's a matter of time. Okay. There's a lot of, like, lemon-adjacent cocktails they've been posting, so I feel like that's for me. Um, since we're doing celebrity product placement, <laughs> shout out to Sam Hewen's gin. <laughs> that we haven't had yeah. a chance to try. <laughs> that went on pre-sale this week. This it, week? Just, yeah, but I can't get it. It's shipped here or to you, which is mysterious because... I have not encountered that issue with the same vendor with our liquor laws before, so... Unhinged. I have questions, but... Oh, I was trying to send this to you and I went to message them <laughs> instead. I, uh, I did... I have, like, the tiniest bit of the Sassanac whiskey left. Me too. And that's what I had tonight in my Outlander glass. I was Fun. like, you know, I haven't tapped this in, like, a year. Oh my god. <laughs> Seems like a good time. I'm going to have some on um, premiere day next week, which is whenever, next I don't week. know, whatever day this drops, it doesn't matter. It's going <laughs> to, this is going to drop before the episode, the yeah. Outlander episode. So, so yeah, go and listen. It's, it's happening. We'll post some like mid or final end of season, mid season thoughts. I don't know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> we'll share thoughts at some we'll point. We'll do some amount of recording. We'll make a podcast we'll shout. for you. Yeah. The show's going to injure us, personally, so. I'm scared. Yeah. But I have seven or eight more episodes to watch until I'm caught up on my rewatch, so that was a choice I made. (laughs) I watched all of season four, so fuck me. Yeah, I I will never. (laughs) You're a better better Outlander fan than I ever was. It was... (laughs) It was so deeply awful, and I forgot how awful. I watched seasons four and five the first time, and I was like, I will never be revisiting these. Thank you very much. Season five has, like, one good episode. Is that the Jamie and Brie episode? No. Yeah. That's that's the Parent Trap episode, first of all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that in season six? No. Or is that just a bad episode? <laughs> No, the best episode of season five is the one where they have the battle where Murtaugh dies. And there's that's genuinely a good episode. I don't remember it, but I believe you. It is. <laughs> but nothing else is good. I've reassigned those neurons to other things. But nothing is as bad as season four. I will just say that. And if you have things that you would like to shout about... <laughs> seasons that you dislike you and, you like, us. <laughs> and you would like to tell us about it or if you have other thoughts about the themes that we didn't talk about um or you would also like to celebrate Sinead's victory you can find us on the internet we have a twitter account and that's at hate watch with us um you could also send us an email to our quite unused email account <laughs> hate watch with us at gmail.com um i feel like there's another account i usually plug but i can't call it to mind at the moment so i'll you let you know give, give us a review did we talk about that oh, yet? reviews that's the one yeah you can if leave you us a would review. like to vouch for the one with the man <laughs> please leave us a review five star only five stars if you want to leave a note you have to leave a five star review yeah um if it's four or below no notes no notes 
Um, and uh, we should also let you know that we're members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, which is a network of podcasts. And they uh, talk about other shows, and there's lots of them, and they're great. So you can find them at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Oh, our website. That's the other thing I plug. Um, no. Thoughtbubbleaudio at gmail.com is their email if you want to talk to them about the theme songs that we pitched here. Um, and if you want to know anything else about our podcast, because I forgot to tell you about our website, it's com. I did it. <laughs> we paid the domain hosting, so it's still live. <laughs> That might be new since February, you know? Yeah. Um, So that's our show. And thanks for listening. We will see you sometime. Eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.